All right, welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. Happy hump day. Those here in the United States who might get that, I'm not sure or not. But either way, it's Wednesday, halfway through the working week for the majority of us folks. It's nice to be chilling here. We've had some great weather here in the Midwest, and as much as it pains me not to be going for a run, I'm a little bit still under the weather. Some of you might be able to tell, so I apologize for my voice. It might sound a little bit worse than what it usually does. Um, so uh, please continue to follow us. Thank you for all the listenership on SoundCloud. It's been going up. I've been very encouraged to see that. So thank you guys for that. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, including our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook. You can find us at We Shall Not Sleep Podcast on there. Emails, anything you'd like to suggest a topic or feedback or whatever, wsnspodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, I want this show, and the title of this um, is indicative of really the content. It's just something I've been thinking about here as of late as, as I've heard more stories. And this is just more of a testimony from the heart tonight, really. I don't have this long, big rant. I, I just want, I want to say to those who are listening, because even if it's just one person out there, I know that life is not always great. Life sucks sometimes. And us Christians, we're not immune to those things. We still have things that go wrong. You know, our children disown us. Our marriages dissolve. We lose our jobs. We experience financial hardships, bouts of depression, anxiety, alcoholism, addictions. We're not immune from those things. Nor even if, we, even if we are not dealing with those things, maybe it weighs heavily on upon us because of a friend or a loved one. And so for those with the brokenhearted tonight, you know, I can't say truly I've, I've felt that way. Yes, I, I've had my heart broken, you know, in love before, but like going away, just brokenhearted like a spirit of brokenness. No, I've not really experienced that type of lashing or thrashing of the heart yet. I've, I've experienced difficulty. I've walked through death with a few people over the last couple of years at my pastoring gig. Um, it's a privilege to do that, by the way. When you can mourn with people, what a privilege it is, really. And Ecclesiastes 7, which is my favorite chapter in all of Holy Scripture, it talks about blessed it is for a man to go to a house of mourning rather than a house of feasting. And it's like, go to a funeral home versus a party? Like, wow. But it's because death is the destiny of all of us. And there's a lot of wisdom to be had in the house of mourning. So, to those who are broken and brokenhearted tonight, I just want to say that I'm, I want to pray for you. At the end of this podcast, I want to want to do something like that. I want to pray for us, even if it's just one. It doesn't really matter if you can't relate to this tonight. There might be people in your life that are, and maybe are being neglected by other people, and maybe God is ready to use you in that situation, whether it being something physical or if it's just intercessory prayer. You see, it can just be one of those things are just taking some time, right? Taking some time 
to reflect and to look at what God has in store for us as his people. I'm not going to sit on a soapbox and tell you, hey, well, it'll get better, so don't, they tell you, don't, you know, don't get bitter, get better. Like, oh, that's really easy to say. I don't have any magic words, and no one wants to hear that. No one wants to be pitied. No one wants to be lied to or told what they want to hear, really, at the end of it all. So what I just want to say is that a couple of things. One, you're not alone. You're not. You might be alone physically right now, but I will tell you as a testimony that there is a great cloud of witnesses that are ready to pray for you and are there. I like to trust that there's a local church in your area that you could turn to for help. Or simply call. I mean, I put stuff on here. You know how to get a hold of me, even, if you just like to talk for whatever it's worth. I'm a pastor, and I'm willing to listen, if that's the case. But you're not alone. Because even though I might not know you individually, I want to speak to you, knowing to, to, to let you know that you're not. And for those who are going through the pain, it's also okay to live in it. Be honest with your emotions. Cry. Yell at God. He can take it. Running from that or believing you ought not to feel a certain way is not true. That's, those are lies. God can take the anger. He would. He understands it. You can see the prophets and our heroes all the way through up our Old and New Testament. They they have no problem sharing their gripes with God. They have no problem airing it out. Now, in our anger, obviously, we do not sin. We don't want to sin against God, but He knows what's in our heart. It's not like you're you're going to surprise Him with anything. You're not alone, and don't be afraid to be honest. There's so much hurt and pain in this world. So many assumptions that just go by because I think a lot of us are afraid to admit, but we're really good actors. You know, wherever you go to church, whether it's on a Sunday morning, Wednesday night, wherever you gather to worship God, house church on a Tuesday afternoon or a Saturday morning, I don't know, wherever you go to worship God, a physical place that's not your house. We are almost taught by our culture to put on a good mask. We're all good at that. We're all good at hiding. And you look at these stories of abuse or you look at the stories of, of anything going wrong in a marriage or in, a, in an institution, like how many people are shocked? Like, I had no idea. And it's not because those people are naive or stupid, dumb or foolish. Sometimes the stuff presents itself and we're so selfish or so naive, we don't, we're not even looking for it, so it just passes us up. Sometimes we miss when people are asking for help. But what happens when they don't ask for help and they're really good at hiding it, including ourselves? It's a reminder of how much pain can just lurk an inch beneath the surface. Sometimes when you're on, on a body of water in a lake or the ocean, sometimes depending on the, you know, if, if you're at night or whatever, it's so dark you can't see. 
maybe two inches beneath the surface. If a fish is right there, it's like you don't see it until it's right there. As someone who grew up fishing, sometimes you can see the fish several feet down. Sometimes it's like, wow, I don't know what it is until it breaches. Like, oh my gosh, it's a largemouth or something. You know, it's a walleye. I had no idea. And it's lurking inches beneath the surface. And so... It's a wonder why some people miss it. We miss the pain of our fellow man. Because when we ask, or when we are asked, we lie. You had a terrible day. If someone says, how was your day? Oh, it was fine. When it was one of your worst days ever. Because we don't have time, or we don't want to be pitied, or we don't, we don't trust that person, right, sometimes with our, our hurts. We don't want it to be gossiped about, or we don't have an hour and a half to talk with this person, right? There's so many reasons not to tell somebody or reach out. There are several good reasons, too, so you can experience healing. But finding those trustworthy people, that's the real burden, especially nowadays. I get it. For people who have the courage to reach out and ask for help or ask for prayer, what an amazing and courageous act that is sometimes. So I don't know what you're struggling with or maybe somebody else that you're struggling with. I hope we can be that those people to each other, those trustworthy people who, who have no problem being vulnerable, who are trusted with that, not with that information as to not gossip, who can also not turn a um, blind eye or a deaf ear to real problems, looking for signs and symptoms of abuse, and then doing something, being people of action, men and women of action, who are worthy to be called God's servants, who are there to stick up for the downtrodden, help helped the least of these. A lot of us like to avoid conflict. We, we're, we would prefer to have that on social media or, or allow our movies to, to be that supplement for aggression, anger, rage. We live through surrogacy in a way through other people maybe with our anger or we internalize it and let it out in terrible ways. So we don't want to confront a person with their bad behavior, hold them accountable. Where's the courage sometimes? Where is it? So for those who are brokenhearted, I just want to pray for you because there's nothing really else I'm going to say, but I, I want to speak those little subtle things of truth. And I hope it helps. I hope it helps. Let me pray with you. Father God, I come to you tonight on behalf of listeners. And frankly, I mean, it could be a big call to just say for all the brokenhearted around the world. But to those listening in particular, your presence is everywhere and is made available to everyone. And I ask that our hearts are open to it. That we are willing recipients of your grace, your mercy, your loving kindness, your unconditional love. May we tune our hearts to you. May we be willing to be vulnerable with you and honest with how we feel. 
I ask on behalf of them tonight, Father, that they can lay their burdens down upon you. About somebody who can take that pain and carry it. I ask for salvation to be brought to the households, all the family members, the friends, those affected by the broken. I ask that we are courageous enough as brothers and sisters in Christ to be alert, aware, and courageous enough to respond in the most certain, certain acts of evil that we will encounter in this lifetime. Knowing that death, hurt, pain, disease, decay was never a part of the plan, but it is now and a result of sin. May you convict us in our own sin and bring us to righteousness so that we may enter glory forever with you. We say this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.